Hello, this is your self-help podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive. With insights for personal branding, personal development, publishing, and interviews with young entrepreneurs. Now here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Hey, now if you're hungry and ready for change, this is the podcast to listen to. Now let's get started. Today, we want to focus on how to become phenomenal, how to be yourself, how to live the positive inspired life in forgiveness and meditation. And I have my guest, Lauren G. Relliford, and I call her the phenomenal Lauren G. Lauren, how are you doing? I am well. I am well. How are you today, Bernard? Good as good here. Good as gold. Always. Yeah. Always. Exactly. Lauren, uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. I know you are, you are a motivational force that shares life lessons and the truth of forgiveness with those who are seeking. And I know you're an author, speaker, and entrepreneur. Uh, let's get to know you a little bit more beyond this. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what can I say about myself? Um, there, I, I have so many different stories, but I, I really want to tell like the most recent one. So, um, I've been into personal development since I was a, a young, young child. Um, when I was about eight years old, I got my hands on one of my mother's personal development books and I opened it and I read it from front to back in like three days. And it was like a 200 page book. And from that moment on, I was really, really hooked on it. Um, I ended up coming from the, the self help perspective, um, over the years in a really negative way. And at first I was upset about that, but it really helped me. Because it it helped me to reach out to some people who were feeling the same way. I became like a self-help junkie or whatever. I thought all the time that it was something wrong with me that kind of needed to be fixed. So I was always working on things and trying to fix this broken Lauren. And that that took me down a lot of roads. So, like... When you asked me to do this podcast and you were talking about, you, you said the subject would be, you know, being the phenomenal mindset of being yourself. I said, oh, my goodness, I have such a story about that. Because over the years, what I did was my personal development journey is I started um, out. I used my middle name, which is Jelaine. That's what I did at first. I was Jelaine online, and I did all this personal development stuff under the Jelaine. And then I got bored with that, and then I was a Nasha Kundalini Shakti. <laughs> Don't ask me how I came up with that name. I have no idea how I came up with that name, but I came up with it, and I used it for two or three years teaching forgiveness. And all at once, when I was using this pseudonym as a Nasha, it hit me that I was I was open, I was honest, I was free because I felt like I was hiding behind some mm-hmm. name. And I said, what if you could do that from a whole perspective as yourself? 
So I threw all the fetters off. I went and got rid of all that stuff that um, didn't say my name. And I put my name on everything. I said, this is me. This is open, authentically, who I am. I'm free to be myself. And still share these messages with power and confidence like I did when I hid the time behind pseudonyms. So that's a little bit of my story. Now, now let's get some few things here for eight. What got you started the transformational process from age eight till now? What book was that and any particular keys or lessons you can remember from those ages? <laughs> I, I remember the book and it, it, it surprised me because I didn't think that it was a self-help book. I thought it was a health book. It was called Low Fat Living. Um, and I don't remember who it was by. I think it was more like um, a uh, something from one of the health magazines. They had put out a book, um, but it was written by mm-hmm. someone. And it wasn't just about eating right and losing weight and all of those things. It was about who you were as a person on the inside and how you could develop mentally to take yourself somewhere physically. And it it just, I, I wasn't an overweight person at that age. I was only eight. <laughs> but I, I just had got my hands on it. I loved reading. And it was the last book in the house that I hadn't read. So <laughs> I opened it up and I started reading it. And it made such a difference for me. I said, oh, my God. I can be whoever I want to be. I can go from inside myself, inside my own mind, and I can begin to create things that will show up physically. That's what I got from that book that will show up in my circumstances, that will show up in my environment, that will show up in my body. And, And it started making absolute sense for me. And that's how I got started on the personal development journey. So the book taught you some mental shift to give you a mental new perspective into life and meaning of things then you started applying them into your life and you saw results and you still do use that now at that at age eight and now let's look at children in this age do you believe that with such thoughts and ideas lessons when we share with them or cause them to read their books what are some of the things that they can also apply into their lives by sharing these things with them now especially children Mm. Children. Um, the, the first thing that I would say uh, about personal development, especially for such a small child, is I would start off with the message. I did a video on this the other day that you're enough already. You're enough. Mm, you're enough. I like it. I like it. I you like are it. enough. Yeah, because when we get into personal development, we want to change things about ourselves. And a lot of times we don't want to change things because we feel like things are okay. And to a small child, when you're talking to a small child about they can change, their first, their first natural thought is, what's wrong? What did I do? (laughs) (laughs) So you want to cover them for that. So if I, and, and I probably will write a, a book for small children. I've always thought about that. The first chapter I would start off is telling them that you are enough, you're whole and complete right now, and whatever you decide to do or change about yourself is just a bonus. Oh. And then after I told them that they were enough, 
I would tell them that whatever decision that they made, that they focused on, and when I say focus, I mean to um, take a, a direct. I take this. I take this one idea, and I work on that one idea with all of my might. <laughs> I, I would tell a kid that that's focus. Well, I work on that one idea with all of my might, and that's just the beginning. Not that I couldn't change later, but I have to begin somewhere. You have to begin somewhere. Now, Brady, just speak to someone. So you're, you're the stages you went through, you started using a pseudo name, and you thought that was your real life. You loved the life you were living and the things you were sharing, and you had an harm moment. And you thought, no, why, why don't I leave this in my so-called real life, but under a pseudo name? Now, some people still do go through that stages. They think they are not enough. You don't have what it takes and all, all that. What will be your advice to such a person now? Because you've been on both sides of the coin and you've come out and living the real life that you want. What will be your advice? What will be your tip to help somebody come out from that stage? Thinking I'm not enough. I don't think I, 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 I should be able to do I could do this. Mm. Someone who's, who's hiding from... Um who they really are they, they they don't feel like that they can show themselves they may be judged mm-hmm. is that the person mm-hmm. you're exactly. talking about exactly. yeah they may be judged i i, I want to honestly say to you that you have been you're you're judging you there's no one out there judging you as much as you're judging you and when you can remove that judgment, and I'm not just going to tell you to remove judgment for yourself and leave it at that, because I, I, I've never liked that. I've always been a how person. So we're going to get to that. But when you remove that judgment from yourself, you'll find that there are not many people out in the world judging you. And those that are don't matter anyway. Mm. Not to what you're doing, not to your cause and your purpose. They don't matter anyway. So once you can lift that judgment off of yourself, it's simple to go forward. And and this is the way that I lifted judgment off myself. There are many ways. This was just my way. Um, The way that I began to lift judgment off myself was I began to do Small things. I started off small, the easy bites. I took easy bites of putting myself out there with what I believed and with what I wanted to do. So I wanted to uh, become a massage therapist at one time. And uh, people thought, oh, you crazy girl, you need to go get a real job. You know, that's not a real job. That's a... Uh, it's a fantasy. You know, people said that to me. Mm-hmm. But one thing at a time, I took the first step. I applied for school. <laughs> it was simple. Oh. This has helped me build confidence in myself. I didn't just go out there and say, I'm going to try to do this without training. I, I took a really quick step and I applied for school. I got accepted. I got the funds for school. Then I went to school. You, you have to take steps to build yourself up to who you believe it is that you are. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just a, a physical one. When I wanted to, that's um, a physical one. That's about a job. When I wanted to do the personal development and I was afraid to do it under my name, I was afraid to say some of the things that I was saying under my name. I was afraid to say what I did 
was I started asking questions, just a few questions out in social media. And as more people began to respond to me, I began to say just a little bit more and a little bit more. Until before you know it, oh my goodness, I was espousing the things that I was espousing under the pseudonym. <laughs> and it, it just takes building. It takes consistency. It takes being taking that first step to say that small thing, to do that small thing. The thing that's not big. It was big for me to become a massage therapist it was big for me to become a personal development personality it was a big thing but I didn't start off that way I started off just saying a few things and and when people started listening I said just a little bit more and before you know it people were listening to what I was saying and 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 just like they listen to you when you say something Bernard they people get on your timeline and they take it as gold because it's good as gold right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's what and happened so the, with the me point, and one of the things you did mention after deciding to to make a shift so it's also the decision and not only does it end there but it's an, it's an act an action what do I what little step do I need to take to help me to build the confidence to be myself you need to ask yourself questions like you said you ask yourself mm-hmm. questions variety of questions so and the question what can I do today or what can I do now to help me boost my company, to help me be more of myself, to help me be, to move me towards what I really want to be. So it's about baby steps, as we call it. It's not about a giant or chunk mm-hmm. steps at, at a goal. It's something little a day, a little a day, a little push up today, tomorrow, the next day. Then we begin to build upon that to develop and build our confidence and begin to live our real life. Um, so if a, a person in such states start taking little steps, beginning to hear a lot of negative voices speaking to him or her, that, oh, you still are not good enough, what do I need to do? Oh, oh goodness. Um, some people are fueled by that. But I'm going to speak to the person that's not fueled by um, people talking down on them. Um, I had at one point in my life someone that was, always telling me to face reality (laughs) and this person told me to face reality so much that um over time that voice just began to reverb in my head and they were no longer telling me to face reality but i was telling myself to face reality and A simple thing that a mentor of mine taught me some years ago to get those voices out of your head, whether it's a current person speaking to you or it's an old reverb uh, of someone who was speaking to you long ago. He said to develop your own self-talk. Develop your own self-talk. I have a a friend of mine that develop your own self-talk. I had a friend of mine that does this to this day. When he doesn't like what he's doing, he tells himself, he says, he starts singing a little song. He said, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy. (laughs) He doesn't like what he's doing. He developed his own self-talk to get him through it and get him through the thing with flying colors. He just sings a song. I have a cousin who does the same thing. He sings little songs to himself. And and that's a great way to develop Mm -hmm. self-talk. I love music. I love the power of music. Um, you have the last audio I heard that you have was set to music. Is that in exactly. there, right, Bernard? Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah. Um, it, 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 music, the power of music, the power of the jingle, I, I, I like to say, will get self-talk in you even faster than just saying, it's easy over and over. You could say it's easy. But when he put that little beat in his head, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. It just changed the self-talk in his mind. And it didn't make him mind the work that he had to do. So whatever it is that you desire to do, if you desire to start a business today, to begin to dance today, to write a book today, to become an actor today, to become a doctor today, to become a lawyer today. I don't care if you're in your 50s and you decided you wanted to become a lawyer. It's taking that, making that decision, like we said, taking that first step and developing some self-talk. You don't have to sing out loud where other people can hear it. You can say the tune in your head. It, it doesn't matter just as long as you take the steps to make it happen. It doesn't matter. Just as long as you take the step to make it happen, it will. Either you sing it or you make it take the step. Whether it's easy, it's easy, it's easy. And after your words, go out and make <laughs> yeah. it happen. Like I say, you need to go out and go out and make it do happen. something about that today. So what what are some of the things you've also learned along the way, transforming your, yourself and also helping other people to also live their lives in, in, in such a state and being the real, being, being themselves and living that inspired life? Any, any experiences that you need to share with us today? Well, one thing I had to learn was to actually be myself. Mm-hmm. I had, like I said, I went through the pseudonyms. I went through hiding who I was. I went through not saying the things that I wanted to say, not doing the things that I wanted to do, doing what I thought was expected of me. And I actually ran from my life. I'm, I moved from, I live in um, the U.S. I, I was living in Indiana, and I moved to Austin, Texas. And because I was trying to run from this old life that I had, mm-hmm. and I was really running from myself, because I was still kind of hiding from myself. <laughs> I was still kind of afraid to be who I was. But I determined, again, that decision mm-hmm. comes up. You're going to constantly make decisions if you're going to be powerful in this life, right? That, that decision came up. I, I got down here, and I ended up being homeless. And I made a decision that today... From nothing, I don't have anything. I don't have a home. I don't have money. I don't have uh, a car. I don't have food. I can't feed myself. I don't even have many extra clothes. I am going to decide what I do and how I live from now on. I made that decision. And I'm going to not do it by trying to be someone else. I'm going to do it by being me. And I made a new decision that I was going to be myself and I was going to work from who I was to get everything that I desired I mean and I had some basic desires I just wanted to get a job and get an apartment and um, to, to begin and then once I got my job and got my apartment I wanted to start speaking again on 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 the queen of forgiveness and on being phenomenal and on living your best life And that's what I'm doing now. And I hear my audience. I hear the people that listen to me. I hear the people that that follow me. And it seems like the message gets to them so much more powerfully than before. 
And the what what I did was I became myself and it wasn't easy. I mean, it took a year and in the grand scheme of things, that's short. But living that day by day, that took a lot of time. I had a lot of uh, doubts, but doubts don't stop you. Mm-hmm. Doubt Having a doubt is not what stops you. It's you entertaining that doubt that stops you. Mm-hmm. It's you entertaining the doubt that stops you. You start thinking about it. Then you start mulling over it. Then you start worrying about it. Then you take actions of doubt. Let me repeat that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you start thinking about it, mulling over it. Then you start uh, uh, worrying about it. Then you take actions of doubt. And that's how doubt ends up stopping you. But when doubt comes, I, I, I like uh, I like um, how, uh, I, I believe it was Shane. Shakespeare, he said, my thoughts are my strumpets. <laughs> when I get a doubt, oh, I, I, I treat it like a strumpet and I say, oh, well, that thought came. And sometimes it bothers me a bit and it's like, oh, no, what if I fail? But I say, I'm going to do it anyway because I'll never know if I'm not going to fail. So it's charging forward with courage when the doubts come. It's going ahead and doing what you would do anyway if you would succeed. And that's what I ended up doing down here. I ended up, I went to different programs to get help with getting on my feet and getting a job and getting housing. Some of them closed doors in my face. And you know what? They said, no, we can't help you. No, you're not qualified for our help. No, we can't do this for you. And so I went from that closed door and I went to the next. It was a, it was a determination to be myself. And some days I didn't get up at all. I couldn't move. I was so immobilized. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to be honest with you. If you're laying down there right now and you feel immobilized. Maybe you've been immobilized for two or three weeks and you can't get yourself to get up and go. You you have the next moment. I'm not going to even tell you you have tomorrow. You have the next moment. You have, you're listening to this audio um, by Bernard Kelvin Clive, his self-help podcast. You're listening to it right now. And I'm telling you to get up. I'm telling you to get up right now. I'm telling you to make it, make a decision at this moment that you're going to make a change in your life and make that phone call. Uh, buy that website name. <laughs> um, go, sign up for that class online. Um, um, call that uh, uh, that relative that you haven't talked to in years. <laughs> Get it done. Get it done right now because you have time right now. Not tomorrow. Not in the next second. Uh, while I'm talking, get up right now, because this this audio is, is for you. Mm-hmm. That's how I did. It. That's how I did it. I just oh, that's I, powerful. At, at the moment that I caught at the car, moment I caught myself being funky, Bernard, I got up at that moment. I don't care if it was ten o'clock at night, and I did something towards moving forward. Because I'm not going to say I never got down. I did get down during the last year. But when I felt down, and the moment I recognized it, I got up in that moment. And that moment that you realize you are down, you got up. So we don't have the next day, you don't have the next hour. The moment you realize or come to a realization that you're down and you must do something, that's the moment you need to take the action. You need to act there and mm, then. Right there, inspiration. 
inspiration. That's powerful. Now, Lorraine, let's look at the role of this uh, forgiveness. What role does forgiveness play in our lives as we, we are seeking to be phenomenal, as we are seeking to be ourselves and live our authentic, true self? Where does forgiveness come in? And how do we do that? Oh, goodness. Forgiveness is my favorite subject. Queen of forgiveness right here. That's my favorite subject. Forgiveness is... My favorite quote is forgiveness is like you drinking a poison and hoping the other person dies. That that's what unforgiveness is, not forgiveness. Unforgiveness is like you drinking the poison and hoping the other person dies. Mm. Unforgiveness directly affects me. Mm. I'm not going to talk about anybody else. It, it, it directly affects me when I decide that I'm not going to forgive someone, that I'm going to hold them accountable for what they did to me or what they said to me. They feel none of the hatred, anger, hurt and pain. They may feel uncomfortable when they're around me for a few minutes or maybe even a few hours if they have to deal with me in any capacity. But a lot of times the person that you don't forgive, you don't even have any contact with them. So they're not suffering at all. They're living their lives. You feel like you have them in jail. But what you find out when you finally forgive is they weren't locked up at all. You were the warden as well as the prisoner. Mm-hmm. And and when you let go of things that hurt you and you let go of the pain and you decide to see things differently. I I always say this forgiveness is not some airy fairy thing. It's not some super spiritual thing. It's a very practical thing. When you decide to look at situations that happened in the past differently and you decide not to let them affect you right now, you have forgiven And when you have forgiven and you let go, it opens you up to be able to live into you a new future instead of living into the past. Because that's what you do when you're not forgiving. You're living into the past. And when you live into the past, you can't move forward. You can't move forward when you're living into the past. So, so it's anybody who wants to, to, who's listening to you is probably an entrepreneur and you definitely want to be moving forward in your business and in your personal life. You want to have new experiences. You want to be able to enjoy things. You don't want to come to an experience and already have it pre-labeled as I've been in this situation before and it's like this because I've lived it before. I've met someone like you before and they treated me like this. So you're going to treat me like this. That's what unforgiveness will do. And and people think, oh, forgiveness is only for personal relationships. Mm-hmm. Nope. Forgiveness is for everything. What about that bad business partner you had two years ago? I mean, what about that uh, that uh, guy that you set up some business with uh, uh, about four years ago that ran off with your money? <laughs> what about that? If you don't let those things go, when you meet someone that's a little bit like the person that messed you over, you're going to relive that whole situation in the present. Mm -hmm. You're going to relive the past in the present. And even though you could have a new good business partner or a very great connection, you'll do everything to botch it up because you are afraid 
of what happened to you before because you're reliving it. That's what letting go will do for you. It'll, it'll make this situation, it'll make this new business partner, it'll make this new venture that you're going on fresh and new versus living through the... And once you run up with the looking at the life, living a phenomenal life and being yourself and the journey, the ups and downs and those going through lots of challenges of false identity and leaving behind, hiding behind the max of what people want them to be. One of the questions that keep, keep coming up when I'm speaking, especially doing life purpose and being yourself in your dreams is what if my parents Wanted me to be a doctor, wanted me to be whatever, but deep within me, that's not what I want to be. I'm in school now. What do I do? That is a, that is a tough one. That is a tough one. And to, to simplify it, to simplify it, you, if you really desire to do what you want to do and you're just trying to please your parents. Mm. If you really desire to do what it is that you want to do, you must make a definite decision. Not just decide. You must make a definite decision mm. and move forward on it because we love our parents and we do not want to disappoint them. But the greatest disappointment that anyone can be in life is to do that thing which he is not most fit to do. Mm. The greatest disappointment in life is for a person to think that he is not most fit to do. So I'll ask, what would be your billion dollar advice to people in the area of personal development, in the area of forgiveness, in the area of being themselves, living their authentic life and authentic self? What would be your advice? I was reading um, Dale Carnegie's book, how to stop worrying and start living and he gave some really great advice that that I learned myself actually before I even read the book Um, because I talked to you about um, using pseudonyms and trying to uh, put my face forward as someone else Um, the the world doesn't need duplicates of other people Mm -hmm. it doesn't need you trying to pretend to be someone else it doesn't need you to try to pretend to be someone you're not. Um, the world needs you because I can understand um, one speaker better than I can understand another. And even though those two speakers are speaking the same message, even though they have uh, those two salesmen have the same product, even though uh, those two dancers dance the same song, I watch one dancer more than I watch the other. I can hear mm. one salesman and the other one is just talking gibberish. I, I can hear the message from the one speaker and the other speaker is just talking way over my head. It, it's, the world needs you to be unique and to talk where your tribe can hear. Because you have a tribe, you have people who are listening to you, who are looking for your product, who are looking for you to speak to them, who are um, looking for you to start an organization, who are, um, there are so many organizations out here, um, when I was homeless in Austin, Texas, there's so many organizations out here to help homeless people, but every homeless person doesn't go to every organization 
Why? Because mm. some organizations to other um, people better. Some people are drug addicts. Some people uh, just the economy got them and they lost their jobs in their homes. Some people um, are single parents. Some people are families in, in, in the streets. And there are different organizations out here to speak to each one. You don't say, uh, oh, there's already an organization out to help the homeless in my neighborhood. So I'm not going to do it because uh, there already one exists. Mm -hmm. No, you together because you have something. God put that on your heart to start that organization. So it is yours to start. So what I'm telling you is my big billion dollar thing is don't look at others uh, and don't look to others for your success. Don't look to others for your success. You have to look to, within to what God gave you. Yeah, you will build a team. There's going to be a team that's going to help you get to that success. But don't look to what others are doing as to say that I should be doing that too, or I should be doing it like them. Even though uh, uh, modeling is, is next to flattery, it is not next to success. If you want to be successful, you have to be yourself. You have to be unique. You have to be unique. And, and that's, and you are. You most definitely are. Um, somebody may say you look like someone. Somebody may say you sound like someone. Mm -hmm. some, you talk like someone or you remind them of someone. But most definitely, they know you're not that someone. That's why they say you remind me. And in letting go and in forgiving... I would say to practice it. It's a practice. It's not something that <laughs> I put up a quote the other day. I said that um, ha forgiving is like having inner peace. And I, I said in the quote that inner peace is not a constant thing. It's like nature. Is nature always peaceful? No, it's not. Mm. Does nature always return to peace? Yes, mm. it does. So be nature and with forgiveness. Will you always forgive people from the very beginning? No, you won't. Can you forgive people anytime? Yes, you can. Be nature. Return to forgiveness as much as possible. And in just living phenomenally, you know what? Everybody wants to do different things for some people living phenomenally is just going to be spending time with their children. Mm -hmm. Some people it's helping the old lady next door. Some people it's going to be being a nurse. Some people it's going to be uh, being a comedian. Some people it's going to be traveling the world. Some people it's going to be picking up trash in their own neighborhood. And that's, it and you say it like that small that's a big deal for that person because it leads them to a phenomenal life for them they feel good about themselves when they do it when you feel good about yourself when you're doing something that is phenomenal living there are so many people that get up and go to the grind go to work go do things every day that they absolutely hate doing all the way down in their soul they're crying 
and all you simply did was pick up a piece of trash or go visit your neighbor or go give to an organization or go volunteer at an organization or you read a book uh, at the library to um, some children or to some adults who can't read or you got outside yourself. I, I, it's important to be inside yourself. I hmm. meditate all the time. I, I think I meditated twice or three times this morning before I even came on this podcast. I meditate all the time, but it's important to connect with others because we are connective. We are interdependent human beings, and that leads to a phenomenal life. Yeah, this is amazing. And so you find what makes you come alive and go do it. Yes. That is the phenomenal Lauren G, as I call her, phenomenal being yourself, living a life of uh, of being yourself, the authentic self, a life of forgiveness, a life of meditation, and that will make you more fulfilled and more successful. And like what you what you stated, what makes you you find what makes you come alive and go do it. It's it's it differs from one person to the other person. It's it's it varies. We might not be the same. It might be similar, but not the same. So find yours. And give all your, give all you have to raise to live the life that you really want to live, and make the world also a happier place with your life and your vision, your purpose. That's what you. And, and you made me think of one thing while you were recapping right there. If you don't know what you want to do, because a lot of people listening to this show don't know exactly what they want to do. If you don't know what you want to do, I say start with the thing that interest you now the most Hmm. whatever it is start there that may not be your ultimate life goal that may not be your ultimate what you're going to do with your life but start with things that interest you and you will be life will show you you will be so ultra surprised what God can do with you taking action um, and where it will lead you in your life and what people it will lead you to and what things it will lead you to doing Right. Thank you for that. Do you have any resource materials, books that you might want to recommend to listeners? Oh, oh goodness. Um, one of my favorite books, I, I would say my own. I love my books. You can find me on Amazon under Lauren G. Relaford. But one of my favorite books is Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. It mm. talks about self-image. And, and your image of who you are is most important because in the Bible it says, and we were grasshoppers in our own sight. They saw themselves as something small to be crushed. And, and that was what was happening to the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. It was their self vision. It was how they saw themselves. That was the most important thing and how their lives played out. So that is one of my favorite books. I talk about it in my first book, uh, the reverb effect. I talk about uh, how uh, the Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. So go straight to it. Dr. Maxwell Maltz, Psycho-Cybernetics. It's amazing. Uh, I'll link all this in your book. Now, how can one connect with you after here? How how do we connect with you? You can find me at laurenrelaford.com. Lauren, yeah, laurenrelaford.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-N. R-E-L-I-F is in Frank, O-R-D. And it, any site that I have, like the Queen of Forgiveness or the Forgiveness Agency, all of that stuff is connected right there on LaurenRelliford.com. 
Okay, I'll, I'll put this up in the show notes. Lauren Rolliford.com to connect with Lauren, the phenomenal Lauren G, and get connected and be inspired and live a more positive and inspired life to affect others. Thank you for the great information shared with us. And the next time we look at some other aspect of personal development with you, and you've been phenomenal today. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Bernard. I love you so much, and I follow all of your stuff. I like, have all of your books. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's Thank a pleasure. You. I treasure. <laughs>